Welcome to another episode of the No Pretending Podcast. This is Terrence Passmore again, and I just want to thank you for being with us. And I know I say that uh, very often, but I just want to make it very clear that I do appreciate it and I do not take your time lightly or for granted. So thank you for being with us. Uh, If you're watching this by video or listening and uh, that kind of a thing, then you can tell we got a different setting here today, a different, uh, we're, we're just trying we're just trying to figure this out. We're learning the ropes, and, and we are, but, but you know, we just want to do what's best, and, and we're just seeing what works, and, and we're going to keep on working, and we're just going to try to keep on improving, and so, you know, sometimes it's good to switch it up. But today, I want to get right into this. We are going to be addressing a very important subject, a very important topic, but I know that it'll be a blessing to you. And with that being said, if you have a Bible or if you have your Bible on your phone, then you can go ahead and turn with me. We're going to look at Romans chapter 5. We're going to read just two verses, very important verses, and uh, verses that have been very, uh, very monumental. I don't That's that's a little too deep of a word. I like it, but it's, it's just, yeah monumental they've been these verses have been monumental in my life i'll just put it that way and and they just mean a lot and i enjoy speaking on them and i believe that if you can understand it and apply it to your life not do i only hope or believe i know that it'll be a blessing to you and that it will bring a great change to your life but the bible said romans chapter 5 verse beginning in verse 1 said therefore being justified by faith i want you to to highlight that, underline that, everything. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And I want to speak today to you on the subject of faith, the, the subject of faith, the topic of faith, the it is the most important thing I believe that you could ever uh, begin to understand as it regards the Bible because uh, it's through faith that we receive everything and anything from God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. There's nothing that we can do that we, could, that we can even, we can't even begin to have anything to do with God without faith. And God can't have anything to do with us without faith. But if we have faith, then he can do great and mighty things for us and so and in us and through us. And so we want to talk to you today about the subject of faith. I pray that you'd open up your heart and receive this word here today. And uh, why don't we pray before we get into it here today? Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name, and we thank you for this opportunity to minister your word as always. And we do not take it lightly. And uh, we pray for each and every person on the other side of this camera or this microphone that, Lord, you would drive home this word and teach them how to live by faith because you said the just shall live by faith lord i pray for those that may not know you that may not be where they need to be with you today that you would draw them to you and that you would cause them to believe in the name of the lord jesus christ here today and it's in jesus name we pray amen and amen uh in genesis chapter 1 verse 1 before we look at uh, romans chapter 5 i want to just bring up Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 here today the Bible said in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and why do you bring that up Terrence I just want to make this one point and that is that uh, 
without faith, you can't even begin to read the word of God. Because as I said, it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So if you read that and you don't believe that, then really the rest of the Bible would be irrelevant to you as as sad as that would be. And I pray that that's not the case. It is the truth, nevertheless, because if you don't believe that God created the heavens that you see above you and the earth, then the rest of the Bible would basically mean absolutely nothing. And so we won't even begin to go into creation and all that because I do believe that God created the heavens and the earth and and I have experienced him personally. He has changed my life and we could go all day with that. It is a never ending topic. But the Bible said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And I encourage you to believe that here today, to read that here today, to read that story of creation and, and even the first three chapters of Genesis, that gives us, I mean, those are some of the most important of the entirety of the Word of God. And we will speak on Genesis 3, perhaps, here in a moment. But notice that Paul said, and so so before I say that, let me say, it takes faith to have anything to even begin on this journey uh, of faith. To even begin, that's not what I want to say, to begin this this walk with God to begin this 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 road of Christianity there to walk down it it's impossible to even start unless you believe that unless you believe unless you have faith and so and that is the very basis of everything if we don't believe him as creator then we can't believe in him as redeemer as savior but if you do believe in him as creator even though you don't understand everything then you are indeed on the right track but notice that Paul says, therefore being justified by faith. Now we are going to look at that word justified in here in a moment, but it's justified by faith and faith in Christ. Now, he didn't say that we're justified by faith and our Bible reading. He didn't say that we're justified by faith and because we read for 15 minutes a day. He didn't say that we're justified by faith and the fact that we go to church or we fast or we have any kind of performance attached to that faith. It's faith alone and faith in Christ. Now, we're justified. What's that mean? That means that, and, and, and let me break this down for you, the gospel in a nutshell if I could. And I don't ever like to try to rush it or anything like that, although I do desire to keep this episode relatively brief today. I don't ever like to move too fast as it regards explaining the gospel, but let us do it the best we can with the time that we have. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and he made man in Genesis uh, chapter 2, and then Genesis chapter 3 speaks of the fall of man. And um, But the Bible said that when God created man, it, he was perfect. He was without sin. He hadn't experienced sin yet. All he knew was God. All he knew was relationship and fellowship with God and walking with God in the cool of the day in the Garden of Eden. And I want to tell you today, that's the will of God for your life, is that you walk with him, that you have a relationship with him, a personal relationship with him. In the midst of that garden, God put the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The only thing he said don't do is he said don't partake of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil for in the day that you do, you will surely die. Now, he didn't mean that you would 
fall over dead, but you would be you would die spiritually though. You would be your your relationship with God would be severed, would be cut off. It's like you know when a when a when a baby's born, you cut the um, umbilical cord. I did that, and it was an insane experience. But that's another topic for another day. <laughs> but it's like that. It's severed. It's it's cut off. To be cut off from God is the worst thing that one could really imagine. To l- go throughout this life without God, uh, it can be done, and people do it all the time. But eternity without God is another thing altogether. But living outside of who God created you to be, it's like I, I've said it before many times to our young people. It's like trying to drive a boat down the road or trying to drive a car in the water. It's just not going to work. It wasn't designed for that. But if you put a boat in the water, brother, it's going to go good if it, if, if the, the, the manufacturers made it properly. Then it should be, a, it should be smooth sailing. But so it is with us. If we operate outside of God, then we are functioning every single day in a way that we weren't designed to. And in the end, it will be death and it will be destruction and essentially for all eternity, which is what something something that we don't even want to like to imagine. But Jesus said it and it is the truth. Now, some would say right there, Terrence, why would God ever send anyone to hell? Well, two things. Number one, he doesn't. It's that he gave us free will because, and and you know the story, Adam and Eve did partake of that tree and therefore they did fall and they died spiritually at that moment. But people send themselves to hell because we have free will. We can come to God every single day we live. I think the average age is around uh, 70 years old throughout the entire earth. And we have that long. Now, some people die younger, but a lot of times it is because of sin. Now, not always. And I can't go into every single situation. There are situations that just seem unfair. Uh, But I would remind you, we do live in a fallen world. And, and, And that may be another podcast we have to do, but things, life just isn't fair a lot of times. But we send ourselves there if we choose to live outside of God. And then number two is that God could have just left us that way. He didn't have to be that sacrifice. The Bible said that Jesus was the lamb slain from before the foundation of the world. So the gospel is is that Jesus, God manifest in the flesh, was born of a virgin, the Virgin Mary. Mary is not the mother of God. Mary is not uh, uh, and, 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 and a heavenly being whatsoever. She was a virgin, a, a human being, and that God chose. And it had to be that way because, you know, if, if Jesus was born from the unity of male and female, man and woman, then he would be born in sin like everyone else. And I know this may seem like a base thing, but follow with me because we're going to bring out something very important here about faith that I want you to understand. And so Jesus was born in the flesh, and he dwelt among us. He was the word. He is the living word, and he went to that cross of Calvary, sinless, spotless, paid that price for our salvation. He didn't deserve to die. The wages of sin is death, and he never sinned, yet he died, paid the price of for our sin, those of us that were enemies of God. 
as Romans chapter 5 even bears out in the, a few verses later. But he didn't try to do it. He didn't attempt to do it. He did pay that price for your sin, for my sin, whether we accept it or not. But thank God that he did it and we can be saved by his grace and by his mercy. So while there is a hell, there is a heaven and you can go there. But you're saved not by. F so so what's he what's he require? He requires that you believe that. You believe that he died, that on the third day he rose again, that he ascended and that he is alive today. And you accept that payment for yourself. It's like if you owed a billion dollars and you could never pay it. That's how it is with sin. We sinned against God. No matter what, we could never pay that debt. But he paid it for us. Now all we have to do, if someone, if you owed a billion dollars and someone said, I want to pay it, and you said, absolutely, I pay it for me. I'm going to take that all day, and I'm going to run with it, and I'm going to continue my life. That's how it is with Christ, except you continue your life in relationship with God. But he said, we're, so, so we are declared not guilty, and we are declared essentially innocent, and we are treated as if we'd never sinned before. That's what it means to be justified by faith. There's many ways you could break that down. You could write books on it, but that's what it means in a nutshell. And so, but I want you to notice it's not faith and. And then it's not, it's also not because you don't do certain things. You're not saved because you don't drink, because you don't cuss, because you don't smoke, because you don't lie, because you don't steal. It's not that. It's you're saved because you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart. But faith is the most important thing you have, and everyone has faith. But as important as your faith is, it's the object of it that really matters. Luke 17, verse 5 and 6 says, And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, Be you plucked up by the root, and be you planted into the sea, and it should obey you. Matthew 21, 21. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this, which is done to this fig tree, but also you shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea, and it shall be done. Matthew twenty one twenty two. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. So God operates by faith, and he said, it is the, the apostles said, Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, he's saying, so it's not about the amount, but it's about the object. Because if you're, we all have faith, you can have faith in you to get you through this life. And if you're a Christian, you can have faith in your Bible reading, in your prayer life, in your fasting, as we just mentioned. Uh, you can believe you can be relying on your ability to read seven chapters a day in order to get you through. But, brother, it's not that. And it's not, and even if you have faith in Christ, it's not the amount that you have. It is the object. Because, as I said, faith is the only currency that spends in heaven. And so, but it's got to be faith in Christ and what he's accomplished for you at the cross of Calvary. So let me ask you, what do you trust for your salvation? 
And then I'd also ask you, what do you trust for your victory over sin on a daily basis? Because if it's anything outside of Christ and him crucified, who he is, what he has already accomplished. See, we we often walk this Christian walk feeling like we have to accomplish something. I remember I was I know I was called to preach when I was 13 and I wanted to do the will of God with everything in me. And I still want to. But I have learned and I'm learning is that I simply can't do it within myself. He's never called me to do it within myself. And no matter how much I do certain things, what he's asking is that I believe him. Is that I trust him for the victory, even though there's there can be a zeal there as a believer. And you want to be who God's called you to be. What do you trust to get that done? Because he said, Paul said, Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. And he said, uh, uh, let me see here. So the cross of Christ, I, I don't want to take up too Let me just get there real quick. I'm thinking of a, yes, he said, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. So the cross is the power of God. That power that you need on a daily basis to walk this thing out is found in the cross of Calvary. So often we have seen all the promises of God, that there's joy in Christ, that there's peace in Christ, that there is is abundant life in Christ, and we try to claim those promises separately, but they're all tied to that cross of Calvary. So when I say, Lord, I believe, so we, we try to accomplish something that's already been done. So instead of us trying to do it, all we got to do is say, Lord, I believe that you gave me the power through the cross of Calvary to live out this thing each and every day. You gave me the, the power to have victory over sin. Romans chapter 6 bears out all that hap- has happened at conversion, how that we are baptized into Christ, raised with him in newness of life. See, I ain't even gonna get I ain't even gonna get through one verse today. But he said, being justified by faith. I want to talk to the I want to talk about faith for a moment. And this is what I really felt like I needed to give you here today. So it's not the amount, but the object. And let me tell you this, and this may sound funny to you, but it's it's the truth. It's not believing harder. <laughs> it's not gritting your teeth and saying, Lord, I believe, Lord, I believe, Lord. It's that faith as of a grain of mustard seed that, Lord, I just believe that you have. That you are who you said you are. And that you paid the price in John chapter 19, verse 30 said it is finished. So whatever I'm struggling with, he has broke the power of sin. He has defeated it 100 percent. And I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ now lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. I don't live by my own ability, but I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's how Paul lived, one of the godliest men who has ever lived. And I want to live that same way by simple faith. So it's not believing harder or believing with all your might, but it's be- it's just believing. 
I'm talking about faith today. Some of you would say, Brother Terrence, I've failed miserably. I've blown it. God would probably have nothing to do with me anymore. Well, let me encourage you with this. Before he even saved you, he knew you'd fail. But he saved you anyway. And so that's what I wanted to encourage you with here today. I wanted to keep it relatively brief. And uh, I pray that it was a blessing to you. I mean, we didn't even get through this. We have peace, therefore, being justified by faith. We have peace with God. And so, and not only that, but we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So have faith, stand in that faith, and rejoice. And so we will have to pick this up another time, but thank you for being with us today. We pray that you are blessed, and we will, If and look, if there's any topics you would like me to address, you can put that in the comments or message me. Some, a lot of you people, you know, you can access me easily, Facebook, Instagram, all that, or even on YouTube, comment, and all of that stuff. And so we appreciate you. We love each and every one of you, and we will be back with you next week. Thank <laughs> you.